Justin Bieber kid ain't bad. <laughs> I tell you, he's going places. Have you guys heard of these Spice Girls? <laughs> Hello, what's up? What's Good up? Good morning. <laughs> Wait till you're introduced. Oh, and I thought you were asking me what's up. Let's make a podcast with Mohammed T. Joma and friends. I am your host, Mohammed T. Joma. That is my friend. I would say my best friend in the whole world. Mitchell Harden, your best friend in the whole world, the entire world. How are you, buddy? Oh man, a lot better now that you <laughs> said that. Feeling good. Feeling great. I give, you, I give you those warm feelings inside. Feeling loved. Yeah. Feeling good. Feeling great. Uh, you are top five for me. Okay. I won't say where. It could be number one. Uh, all right. But definitely top five. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm glad I'm up there. Um, well, you're you working know, your way up. I, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep grinding at it. Mm-hmm. I brought you a gift, by the way. I'll give it to you later. I feel like you get points <laughs> just for saying that I'm your best friend. Yeah, that should that should bump me up a little bit. A little. It would mean a lot more if you didn't say that to literally every guest you've ever had on your podcast. Ah, so you listen. Hey, listen. Hey, what I'm a, a fan what of a you. What a good friend. Does that give me what more a good points? Best friend. Does that make me your actual best friend? You were my actual best friend. I, I say it to everybody, but. I mean it with you. <laughs> you. Say that to all the guests. Ah, uh, Mitchell, you are uh, you are my friend, and uh, you are a musician here mm. in Atlanta. We're actually in your studio, which is probably why we sound much better than normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm, uh, my microphones, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, I, lo- I love the space. Thanks for having me. I should say so. Uh, You're always welcome here. Your band, uh, Fantasy Guys, records yeah. here, right? Uh yeah, sometimes we there's another studio called Standard Electric Recorders run by Damon Moon over in Decatur. Mm. They're wonderful. He's wonderful. Um, we record stuff over there as well. But Shout yeah, out to uh, Mr. Moon. Hey, Mr. Moon. Hey, Mr. Moon. Keep growing that <laughs> beard. Uh, you do have um a pretty recent album. Uh, EP. Yeah, oh. it was a little four song EP that yeah. we spent way too long on. Um, but I think it turned out pretty good. I agree. I'm a big fan. Thanks, really like buddy. It, yeah. And you're a filmmaker in your own right as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're involved with Yollywood. I'm the technical director you of Yollywood, are. one of its founding members. Yes. Going five years strong this year. Um, How's yeah. this year coming along? I know we're still early in the year, but I think March. Yeah. We start putting we sh- things together. Yeah. We started uh, having meetings, and we kind of shifted around um kind of people's titles and stuff so i think cool. it's 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 going to be more well managed this year because people like have defined roles that they can like fill very well nice and so yeah i think it'll it's just like a machine that we keep oiling it's year five it right to be well oiled at some point this is year five yeah awesome man mm-hmm. well i i love the festival as you know i'm there it's like year. the most stressful week. <laughs> not for me. It's for not. me, but I'm glad to hear that people who come enjoy it because, like, I hope that all my stress uh, turns into uh, fun, good movie-going energy for everybody else. I had a short that I wrote and acted in in there last year, and hoping to have something in there this year too. Are submissions open? Submissions are open. All right, nice. Currently, and then nice. it whenever 
yeah, I guess like this will air later than we're recording it. So they'll still be open likely when this comes out. <laughs> uh, not that much later, like two days from now, probably oh. <laughs> either two days from now or a week and two days from now. But submissions no later are closed. Than that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you missed your window. Do you know the uh, Cat Cafe, Cat Coffee House, Java Cats? I've heard know? of it. They have a film festival that I think their submissions just closed. I really wanted to record something. It was all cat films, cat-based uh-huh. movies. So I wanted to record something to put in there, but I never got around to it. Did you have any ideas? I had an idea, uh, which would be something that um, me and my wife do to our cats, which is we, we try to get them to talk to us like they're magical creatures. So I was going to make some kind of short comedy about it. You ever do that with your pets? Like, just like, I, we know you can talk. We know that you're choosing not to. <laughs> just talk to us. We won't tell your secrets. Just, you, just talk to us. We often, like, um, put, a like, assign a voice to our, our pets. For and, sure. Like, you know, make them say things. But it's just us saying the things. I would love it if my dogs could talk or like text me. Actually, I'm gonna guess. I take that, that back. That would be fucking horrible. <laughs> be I'm gonna guess that uh, Pepper's voice would be a little high pitched. Maybe is that what you do? Like a, yeah, that's like what a, we were yeah. doing recently. Though and- actually, just last night, Coach texted us and was like, "Pepper's voice is Kristen Shaw." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" Nice. So her voice is now changed and. What about yeah. Weeby? Weeby's a little bit more uh, grumpy. We- I'm Weeby. Weeby is, uh, these are two basset hounds for people who are listening who don't know. Why don't you? Get my to dogs. know Mitchell's dogs, everybody. <laughs> um, and Weeby's an older, uh, kind of grumpier guy. But yeah, he's more of like a Hank Hill. <laughs> he's like if Hank Hill were a little slower. So southern and slow. He's just like, hey, diet. <laughs> You gonna eat all that pizza? <laughs> That's creepy. That's great. <laughs> um, well, I am uh, excited for uh, your podcast idea. Oh right, uh, yeah. That the premise of the show. Um, mm-hmm. We're here celebrating all things podcast and all ideas that uh, pass by without us acting on them. So you have an idea that we're gonna act on today. Uh, do you want to pitch your podcast to us? Sure. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> I guess it was about <laughs> take your time. six years ago. <laughs> so it's an old tale. Um, this, so is, this I, is kind of a, a personal. Uh, a, a little. Personal. Well, I feel like um, uh, so that I don't sound like a complete weirdo, I have to give the full context right. behind the idea behind of the podcast. That, that started in its, uh, in its inception six years ago. Right. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, I had a client I was freelancing doing video work um, who is now like friends with like RuPaul and on RuPaul's network and um, just like an internet personality. So she's, she's kind of like started achieving her dreams and I'm, and I'm so happy for her. But at the time she was just uh, hustling, you know, making pornographic movies. Nice. And I'm over here. I don't judge people. I don't either. Um, Matter and of I fact, need... I would say I'm a fan of pornographic movies. <laughs> well, <laughs> at least to some extent. What about transgendered pornographic movies? Hey, man, I can, I can, you know, I, I can find some pleasure in whatever. Okay, so no judgments. No judgments. Yeah. I like that about you. Yeah, buddy, I'll find the good in it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of good. Um, so I, you know, needed money. She had money. 
Nice. She was super cool and friendly and always paid on time and gave me like a lot of work. Nice. So I like started out just kind of like duplicate. It was back in the DVD days. Awesome. I started just like duplicating her like kind of home. Her, her, I mean, she was like licensed and insured or whatever. So she was I, like co- totally legal in terms of like all the was, releases and everything. It was a legit real business you were in. But she was a, yeah, like a self-starter hustler that's awesome doing it herself so should i add uh pornographer to your title from now on (laughs) mitchell hardage smut peddler (laughs) musician yeah filmmaker yeah not a position i pornographer thought i'd find myself in but hey that's life hey that is life and you rolled with it and that's that's pretty cool yeah i got a friendship out of it she called me called me the other day oh that's great just to say she never just calls to say hi it's always like we got to do a project and i'm like uh, you got your life. I got mine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't really do projects anymore. Yeah, she is in the, I guess the uh, LGBTQ. Did I do that right? You did. LGBTQ community. Nice. And she's like um, an author, and she's like had her own show, and like she's she's doing great for herself now. That's awesome. So I so and I'm pretty sure she's pretty candid with her history. She like is pretty open about being in porn and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, cause that's just who she is. She's like no nonsense. And, uh, but still, I don't know <laughs> if I want to talk about, uh, if I want to name names, but it's cool. uh, I've been watching the show, uh, transparent finally on Amazon. Uh, and I was reading some trivia about it. There's, there's one, um, uh, trans actress on the show who had a really incredible episode. So I kind of was looking her up, uh, just one really great character arc and, uh, she had unfortunately had to began her career as a or was paying her um, acting school and like paying her way through life uh, as a as a sex worker, mm. which is which is really unfortunate. And she had some quotes about it, and just like in the trans community, it's hard to have you know it's easy to fall into that, especially you know a lot of. Uh, luckily now, I think there's a lot more awareness, but at at the time, maybe a few years, you know, a decade ago or so. It's a lot of, you know, unacceptance of that and kicking people out. And it's just really great when you see sort of a a success story of of that nature of, you know, somebody who, you know, didn't have the easiest. What was that? (laughs) That's okay. I will mute my notification. It's all good. But yeah, you're going on a good. No, I, I, I'm rambling a you little bit. You want to get that clean? You want to back up and get it clean? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll either cut this out or I'll just leave it the way it is. But yeah, she, um, this actress who I, I don't know her name, so I feel bad, but she, she was, that shows one of the nice things about that show. I mean, obviously Jeffrey Tambor is, um, has some troubles now. And also I would hope that if that show was being made new today they could get a trans actress to play that character yeah and he does a great job but there are a few trans actresses on the show and they're all so incredible and it, it's really nice just to see them getting like you know getting fair roles in hollywood and oh yeah it's incredible know. like how far it's come just in the last like five years um having known her and where she came from and the fact that she was able to kind of like cultivate an audience and um, build this career for herself it, to kind of like be everything she wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, 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 it's inspiring and I'm proud of most of America. <laughs> I, feel, I, I find myself feeling that way too. Sometimes when I get really um, like uh, 
when I start losing a little bit of like hope in our world, I just think about how like the progression that has been made because there has been, I, I feel like we've largely progressed in a very, um, I don't know, for lack of a better word, liberal way. Yeah. We, we've become more tolerant. We've become more fair. It's hard to see that sometimes, you know? Yeah. Well, when you hear everything, yeah, you, you tend to like the, the bad stuff kind of like get, gets like it's just filtered it's in. It's just hard to sit there and, I mean, obviously you can't ignore all the hate that you hear and see. I mean, it, it exists. Oh, definitely. It, but it always will. As far as laws and, I mean, just the way that people look at, you know, society in general, it, it has progressed in really an incredible way. I mean, I remember like not but 10 years ago, it would not be unusual to be sitting down at dinner and hearing, you know, your friend's parents or whatever, just talking about gay people like they were wrong, you know, and that's not really. Oh, that's you mean not, you mean Christmas dinner th- yeah. this past year? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it is a lot more. There's there's an acceptance level that is just honestly was not i mean even with just like gay culture that was not there um you know 10 years ago yeah yeah you know, it, it's it's crazy it's wonderful it is it's, wonderful. there's always going to be that push and pull of um you know yeah yes people are going to be prejudiced and stuff but i feel like on the whole it always leans towards kind of martin luther king's dream yeah. of just like everybody mm-hmm. being treated equally but it's a it's a struggle for sure but it is but we seem to you know for as long as it takes and as hard as the trip is we typically i feel like end up on the on the right side the way i um, see it the light is winning <laughs> that? true detective season one season finale was that uh the dark tower <laughs> no that was uh, well it was mcconaughey it was so McConaughey. yeah <laughs> it, was, it was basically like a watered down version of that character in the dark tower which oh, i love really? that book series and that movie was god awful Didn't anyway it had no interest you have no reason to it's real bad anyway and you're wearing a shirt that says stephen king rules i am i found this at value village <laughs> that's a terrific that find it was a terrific find also i'm a big stephen king fan so mm-hmm. it was nice for me how do you feel about i mean we can cut this out if you want but how do you uh, feel about <laughs> like tangents as <laughs> listeners will know okay good um so how do you feel about adapting? I mean, literally everything the guy writes gets adapted into like yeah. a TV show or a movie. It seems to me that the more faithful adaptations tend to be the worst movies. <laughs> the, well, this is just a theory I have. Um, I did you see eleven twenty six sixty three whatever twenty two sixty three? No, the Kennedy thing. Yeah, no, I did not. They that I read that book and watched the show, and I felt like, I mean, it's not like oh my god stop what you're doing watching it but i i felt like strangely it was the best way to adapt like they cut out the right amount of stuff and added in the right amount of stuff wasn't a very faithful adaptation but they like balanced it really well okay where it got the tone perfectly right i mean it it covered like the important things while making it tv friendly because that's the thing with stephen king it's his stuff's not really you can't really adapt it one to one. It's why the Dark Tower seems impossible. They they did a terrible job with it. They adapted. They changed everything, oh. but it, it killed any resemblance of what made that story so good. I see. Um, so it is a case the, by case basis. It is a case by case basis. <laughs> anyway, your podcast is not about uh, civil rights or Stephen King. <laughs> oh God, God no! <laughs> All those Absolutely that we not. Took. Um, where I was going with the story, yeah, before we got sidetracked. Um, so she, yeah, she was a client of mine. Um, 
and then she's i showed her some of like my short films or whatever and she was like we should collaborate and i was just like i'm not really into shooting porn yeah <laughs> or editing it or anything like it's cool duplicating or whatever and she was like i want you to like write a script for like a porn parody of this movie that i love nice and i was like keep talking <laughs> i'm interested as a, uh, as a movie fan as a movie fan and like you know like i feel like i really want to get better at writing but i never do it unless i like have an assignment yeah so i was like this could be good for me yeah um and so the movie that she wanted me to adapt into a screenplay was set it off the um mid 90s or maybe late 90s mid to late 90s it uh, was maybe about probably mid 90s because it was like kind of i would um, say a queen latifah were, vehicle but not really i think vivica fox is the main character in it, i believe actually. so i know i think jada pinkett's in it as yeah, well jada pinkett, yeah. it has a it has a good cast female um, sort of centric i think this might have been one of the first uh acting roles for queen latifah like ah. she was a rapper beforehand right and right. this is right in the pocket well no living single must have been oh living single that. yeah that's true TV for a long time. but this is like right in the pocket of the whole like la gangster rap stuff you know mm -hmm. when that exploded in the early 90s yeah so it's very much like you know got that sort of like compton vibe right. to it throughout like they they really milked that for the movie it's directed by f gary gray who we all know from friday yes and more recently more recently more recently straight out of compton That's how right. appropriate oh, oh, oh. Circle. how do you like that <laughs> pause for dogs and dogs and there's and a dog there's a dog and so um uh so you wrote did you end up writing it? Or? Yeah, so Jay Howell, your other best friend. Oh, yes, uh, Jay Howell, I, listeners will know from my high school iPod. That's right. Um, he and I sat down and watched, set it off start to finish, and we took notes, and then we kind of like talked about how we could adapt this into a pornographic script. Nice, nice. Um, and we wrote it. It's like nine pages because most of porn is just it's having sex. The porn part. It's the porn part. <laughs> um. But we had the script and we did like a table read of it just for fun one night. And it was actually like a lot of fun. And so I was like, oh, this is cool. But like um, it, it, hasn't, it hasn't been recorded or anything. Oh, so, hi. Hey, <laughs> There's bumps. a monster at the door. <laughs> so th th it never got made. It never got made. I guess um, if it's, she moved on it's with her a life. little, you said self-starter. Would this be something that you would need? permission do you think um I mean, actually no i think it's well covered within parody law ah which weird al takes full advantage of did you listen to the hamilton uh polka i just came out saw yesterday, a thing I about it i haven't listened good. to I it i listened to it this morning for the first time but it was does he really just good. do a polka version of the hamilton soundtrack yep it's a medley covers a lot of most of the songs maybe all the songs but it's really funny does he do because <laughs> it's, it's already like it's, the the speed at which you have to say rap words is yeah. already very fast in yeah. hamilton does he speed it up even more that's kind of his thing with the polka medleys he does i, like I would say there are moments there's some he it's a lot it's a nice medley it, where there are like different there are definitely moments that he really kind of goes full on and then some where he pulls back but it's, it's i'll give it a spin L listen to it it's one of those there's things some funny that I'm like, like does that really need to exist 
but I'm like, I, I'll give it a listen. On it. <laughs> I think you might be pleasantly surprised as I was. I like, as I usually am with Weird Al. I find myself. I was thinking about him this morning, and I was just like, I love what like 2018 Weird Al is becoming. Like he's managed to stay relevant. Who would have thought? For like. 30 years like when i was eight years old nine years old like playing his cds on repeat and like being like this guy's hilarious who would have thought that in 2018 he would be like just as relevant he's a probably more relevant a national (laughs) treasure um so yeah so i have i've had this script for i don't know like five or six years and um I thought it'd be funny to read do like a, a live kind of table read of it on the podcast because you get all of the kind of like tension and setup and like you know all the all the essentially like bad dialogue from a porn movie well, with without having the, the everybody sex. everybody does enjoy i mean there's a level of comedy to porn parody that I think people enjoy yeah uh even outside of the porn part you know yeah. what I mean like there's something fun about watching bad actors parodying you know, Scooby-Doo or, you know, Family Guy or whatever else. They, why is it always cartoons? <laughs> well, <laughs> the office. you know why, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's like a silly thing. It's like, I thought it'd be cool, like, if you did a podcast, like, every week. But, you know, obviously a more culturally relevant movie. Um, like, right. whatever is hot at the box office or whatever everybody's so, talking about. But you just, like, yeah, you just write, like, a little. As a podcast, you would have a guest on. And then you would write it, or I guess write it beforehand, and then have like a table read of a porn parody. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like if they wanted to write one, yeah, go for it. Otherwise, I'll write one, or we could work on it together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then the for idea sure. is you you sit around. Obviously, there are more characters than there are people to talk. Right. So we've got to like, you know, try to figure get over that hurdle when we get to it. But um, or we could have a couple guests on. Too, or we could have some guests. Hey, Which, maybe hey, we'll have maybe, one today. Maybe we'll have one. Maybe there's one in the room right now. Oh, oh where? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up over there. <laughs> Keep it down. <laughs> what do you introduce? Don't pull a Mitchell. <laughs> what? You talked earlier. Before oh, yeah. <laughs> I did do that. You were saying what's up to me. That's cool. I oh. was looking right at you when I said what's up. And I can't not respond to that. <laughs> um. Okay, well, yeah, so every episode would be a different – I like that. I love that idea. I mean, that that could be a lot of yeah. fun. And maybe, videos. like, obviously, 10 pages isn't a lot, so it's about 10 minutes, which people want a little more out of their podcast. So maybe sure. you intro the episode by kind of, like, getting people acquainted with the film you're talking about. Yeah, that'd uh, be cool. Like, uh, yeah, maybe watch a trailer or kind of talk about its cultural relevancy or history and then – little plot synopsis who's in it what do you think about it i don't know it could be somewhat half half movie review and half, half movie review half yeah porn parody table read you got to put a spin on things there's a million movie review podcasts out there i'm sure honestly that's kind of brilliant if it's if it part of it is just reviewing the movie and talking about like analyzing a film and the other part is reading a porn parody version of it and if I, you're just I love that, if actually, you're scrolling around hilarious. on iTunes, I'm just thinking like, an, it's a saturated market, right? right? Podcasting, it's like how do you grab people's attention? You use that that four letter word, P O R N. That Prom? that would at least, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, 
you know the aliens from, <laughs> from District, District Nine. Nine? Yeah, like who's <laughs> not interested in prawns? Um, but no, that, that could be some clicks. You see that? Might, maybe you get some clicks. Maybe people at least I don't know. But yeah, like you got to throw a twist on things. Is it adult podcasting thing? I mean, is it, they're like like rated like ASMR. I guess so. Is that necessarily like, be like an audio. adult thing? Uh, no, not really. I kind of want to do a podcast about ASMR because I am I don't get it, but I'm intrigued by it. Uh, I have a story. I think I told it actually on maybe even the last episode, but uh, actually I don't think it made it to to air, so I'll tell it real quick. But oh, uh, sweet. I wanted to like find the um, pleasure in ASMR, and um, you know, I was just curious about it. I guess I, I I watched a couple YouTube videos, and like the first one I watched, she was like rubbing a a makeup brush on the microphone. Yeah. Just talking like really soft, and I was like, "Oh, I was like feeling the tingles and everything." I was like, Ooh, "I get it. This is really nice and relaxing." And then, like the next one I saw, she was like, "And now I'm gonna eat a banana," and pulled a banana, an unpeeled banana from like off screen and Uh-oh. stuck it in her mouth and was just like, yeah, "And I was like, right oh up my on that god, mic. that is disgusting." I was yeah. immediately like, "Who who likes this?" Well, I guess everybody <laughs> has their limits when it comes to ASMR. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. Uh, You're like feather, soft voice, like yeah. close close on the mic like this. It is it is relaxing. I mean, even now, I just gave yeah. I just gave our guests some tingles. Ooh, <laughs> Mr. Tingles over there, Mr. Teaching, tingles teaching Mr. Tingles. Uh, yeah, but I think it's just like, it's an interesting <laughs> cultural phenomenon and it's like an interesting, like you can see like their ASMR YouTube videos with like millions of hits on them. I'm like, this is like, I, I mean, I think just like subcultures in general are interesting, especially now that they have a safe place to congregate the internet, right, right. uh, where they can just like echo chamber themselves all day. Right. It's also kind of dangerous <laughs> part, <Yeah>. of America, <laughs> part of the internet. Yeah. Um, but it's just interesting to see the cultures that have like. I don't know, come come out of nowhere. Like I never would have thought that sure. that was a. But yeah. th- are there like ASMR conventions or like oh, is I'm it sure. just like something that people like, kind of like do on the side? I don't know. I wonder. Hobby. I wonder how people use it. Really, is is my curiosity because I I don't think I really know anybody who's into it. Um, yeah. Like I wonder, do you listen to it like while meditating, while laying in bed, or do you just like play it while you drive? That that part seems confusing to that's me. What, yeah, that's what I want to know. While you work, I do find myself trying to like understand every little, so- like trying to find like what other people. I like liking things. I think. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, people like this. Maybe I can like it too. And sometimes mm-hmm. is I struggle with that, or I'm yeah. like really trying, and I'm like, why? I just don't get it. That's fine. I just want to understand. Yeah. Um, um so yeah like um yeah we can we can talk about the movie right have Half you seen it uh, i have seen it back okay. in the day yeah which same well, well i'll save that for the podcast because i have some some things to talk about it but yeah okay that's save good. that for your podcast i mean that would be like ideally like a little homework you'd have to do before sure <laughs> like watch i, I think you then. would want to have at least one of your guests ha- have seen it if if one of them hasn't that could be fun too though to be like oh yeah Here's your porn parody script of this movie you've oh never that seen. is that is a good idea so what if um i don't think that our guest has seen it no he has not yeah he's shaking his head no right now so what if at the beginning we just kind of like do a little teaser of the movie yeah. Read the porn parody script and then yes. have our guest try to like outline the plot of the actual movie that, based upon the script. Because I was actually it's a great game. I was pretty faithful. Really? In my in <laughs> yeah, like I like, like beat the, for beat kind the of scene things for scene. That happened, just happened. the major plot points. Yeah. Okay. 
Or I just like found set pieces that I was like, oh, it'd be cool if two people had right. sex there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get into that, I guess, okay. when we start the podcast. I'm really excited. I have not. You you printed me off a copy of your script, but I haven't read it yet, and I'm actually very excited <laughs> to see. I'm excited to see what you do with it. Yeah. I this is one of every I mean this is episode six I think for us so but every time one gets recorded like there are a few that have been recorded that I'm like I want to do more of these oh yeah and this is one of them I would love to do this like another episode and it'd be great if we did something really modern like we go to the movies and yeah. watch something and then sit down uh, Infinity War oh yeah. my god <laughs> do it oh my god can you imagine <laughs> like what what a field day we would have. <laughs> Hulk right. smash, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, so if you're feeling good about this idea, I feel like we fleshed it out enough. We'll take a quick break. Is that good? I'm good. Take a quick break, and we'll come back. And Oh, do you have a name? You need a name for your podcast. Oh, yeah, that's the part I didn't really think about. Porn, porn parody podcast. That's triple P. That's fine. <laughs> 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 I was going to suggest you, you had uh, mentioned that the – I had asked you what the name of the uh, porn parody was. Yeah. And you said that it was uh, common to call porn parodies just this ain't and then the title. Oh, yeah. That's something that that uh, my client kind of informed me because, believe it or not, I don't actually like I'm not a, like a porn connoisseur. Oh, weird. I would have <laughs> thought you were. I know. Just looking at me <laughs> with my mustache and glasses <laughs> and like this guy greasy hair. This guy <laughs> You uh, would think, but um, but yeah, we could call. No, it, I did not know. I that. mean, a porn parody podcast is yeah. fine too. But, but you no, could call it "This Ain't Colon" a porn parody podcast. Maybe. I love it. that's better. Or "This Ain't a Podcast." So you punched it up. Yeah, you definitely. took you took an already great idea. You made it better. Hey, that's what I'm here for. But yeah, that's the I'm thing. Like, actually, it's funny. Like the movie, she like gave me homework. She was like, "Here's what other people are doing with this like porn parody <laughs> stuff." And so she gave me like a brown bag full of porn. <laughs> And I was like, thank you. <laughs> I like I like took it home. I had to like kind of like hide it in my closet. Like I didn't want my roommates to see. I didn't want my girlfriend, now wife, <laughs> to see it. You're so I just kind of like hit it. And um, you know, just for like research or whatever, one day I <laughs> popped in. One that she gave me was this ain't roots. This ain't oh my god. No fucking joke. That is uh, strange. It was to very strange. It's, it's just a weird place to see porn mm -hmm. existing. It does exist, and it is wonderful. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm equally uh, disturbed and intrigued. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> I'm just wondering what should I Google when I get home <laughs> to try to find this. All right, uh, so we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with this ain't a porn parody podcast. Stay tuned. Hello, porn pals. This is Mitchell again. Hold on, I'll start that up clean. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, porn pals. Welcome to another episode of This Ain't Colon, a porn parody podcast. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Mitchell Hardage, and today I have with me my best friend, Muhammad hey. Joma. Oh, thanks, buddy. And my best friend, Corey Domino. Oh, thanks, Mitchell. This ain't cold. Right up on oh, that mic. Thank, thank you. Yeah, thank you for getting right up on that mic. Mm -hmm. So, fellas, today we have in our hands 
a script for a movie that I wrote based on the movie Set It Off. Are either of you guys familiar with Set It Off? I've not seen Set It Off. I saw Set It Off um, on VHS tape uh, as a young man. I think that's I how most of us saw it. I have not seen it in a while. I mean, a long while. Yeah, it's but not... I, I liked it. Honestly. Not regarded as a classic, but... No. I think to if, me, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think if you're... If you're... If you haven't seen a lot of movies, say you're like 12 and you've only been watching movies for like, you know, the last six years or so, then you could find it very enjoyable. Oh, totally. If you're in your 30s and you have a lot of things to compare it to, maybe not that good. Yeah. Yeah. But still worth a watch, I would say. Um, Is an F. Gary Gray film from, I don't know, mid 90s. It's like uh, who did Friday. Yes, that's right, same. Corey. <laughs> and straight out of Compton. <laughs> that's correct. Boy, you were listening earlier. <laughs> no, I just got here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our guest that we had in the room left, and Corey came in. Yeah, that wearing guy was the a same jerk. clothes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fooled me. Um. So as we all know, in this podcast, we um. Oh, sorry, Muhammad. Am I? Am I, am I not enough for you? Or I'm, you I'm looking up the movie. Looking up the movie. Oh. So we have a little bit more information. Well, now I feel like a jerk. Yeah, well, you are a jerk. <laughs> you rolled this podcast with an iron fist. <laughs> <laughs> I said phones off. <laughs> and I meant it. Um, so what, what we normally do on this podcast is um, we will kind of give a brief synopsis of the film. Maybe watch the trailer. Corey, you haven't seen it. I think it'd be fun if after we read our little porn parody of Set It Off, you make an attempt to kind of like walk us through how the actual movie goes and we'll see how accurate my script and your intuition is. Yeah, I'll do my best. Okay. See, uh, see how that goes. That's all I ask is that you do your best. Oh, thanks. Every time. That's all I can do. That's all we all can do. Um, so we got Queen Latifah. We got Vivica A. Fox. Vivica A. Fox. Jada Pinkett. Vivica A. Fox, I think, is the lead. She's like, our protagonist. Like Frankie. Yes, Frankie. Jada Pinkett plays Stony. Is this before she was Pinkett Great Smith? Name. Great name. I, is this pre-Smith? I think this was pre-Smith. It, she she pre- may have been with Will, but she had not. I don't know if she like changed her name as is soon it, as they got married or like well after it was established that they were like the most powerful couple in the universe you think that was like an actor's guild thing like there was probably already a jada smith Ooh. and so it's like well, we gotta put the hyphen in gotta there throw that hyphen because there's not all there's not a pinkett smith she's already got name recognition with jada pinkett mm-hmm. that's, so that's yeah that too throw smith on there that ain't gonna hurt because she- we all know it's will fucking smith <laughs> are they still together i don't know i think actually. they have a weird like an open relationship. Open relationship thing. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Are they signed tall? By weird, I just mean an open relationship. <laughs> That's weird to me. <laughs> but <just> if <laughs> it works for them, hey, more no power. judgments. Yeah. You know? No. I, li- I listen to Savage Lovecast. <laughs> what is that? Dan Savage. Dan Savage. Oh, Dan Savage. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Talk a lot about open relationships on there. Yeah, Poly- he's Poly- a pretty Henry. thoughtful, progressive person. Yeah. I used hey, to read his. Did you know uh, that? John C. McGinley was also in this movie. Who? John C. McGinley. Who that? He's Dr. Uh, Cox. Yeah, he's Dr. Cox from oh, Scrubs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like uh, an FBI agent or something. Is, it's yeah. all coming back to me. I haven't seen the movie in a minute either. 
But more um, recently than either of us. Um, I mean, yeah, when I wrote this Corey's like six years ago, in my <laughs> <laughs> when you were like twelve. Yeah. Um. So I'll try my best to remember the the plot. Um, a high level plot. So it's essentially a group of friends, all girls, who decide to rob uh, banks. Yes. Mm. That's it, it. It is a um criminal movie, I guess, a uh, mm-hmm. crime movie. Yes. Um and 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 you were saying an interesting kind of like subgenre where it, it was like it was an a, anti-hero thing that was yeah, going on. It was it was um typically um it was like black films. Um they were it was this weird it was maybe like from around 95 to probably like 2005, there was a few, a lot of times using rappers or musicians, but they were like crime movies, usually about some sort of sensitive criminal uh, or like good guy criminal who was in the crime scene. Yeah. He's either trying to get out or like pulling a heist. He's but then doing everybody it for the tried, right reasons. Yeah. And then everybody like turns against them or something. Or, there were a few that were just a little bit more like I'm a criminal and there's there's Deal cops with after it. me. Yeah. But they were a little bit usually more the. Um, I remember Belly was one of my favorites. Do you ever see Belly? Was uh, Hype Williams um, directed it? Maybe. I think he did. Yeah, it's a good one though. I didn't watch it. Um, the one hot take. So there's the Jaw Rule one. I have a hot take. Oh, what is it? Hype Williams isn't that good. <laughs> Don't believe the hype, Williams. Don't believe the hype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's just kind of like derivative. He just let like kind of steals stuff. Like like he did that flashing lights kanye west music video yeah and he just totally ripped off the enter the void title sequence <laughs> like <laughs> it was just like oh like just a straight up rip off and like oh really yeah. really clever hype williams you you saw a movie and you thought like oh that's cool i'm gonna do that yeah that's how you make things and put my name on it you you watch a thing and they're like i'm gonna do that and then and you then, just do it exactly do it. right like, look what i did <laughs> <laughs> i made this yeah it was hype williams and that movie is not very well received on the internet. <laughs> I think that's his Christian name. What was the Hype. one with the jail? Hype. The D- or not the jail, the high school like went on lockdown. Usher's in it, and I think Ja Rule's in it, too. Uh, I'm you not familiar with that one. It up. It's driving me crazy. Okay. But anyway, it was a little subgenre. But F. Gary Gray probably, first of all, maybe was a leading you know, cause of that genre and then uh, really went on to some great things. Yeah, he's, you know, a, he's a good director. Most recently, Fate of the Furious. Even after, uh, did you know he directed that? I did not. Is that a, a Fast it's and the Furious installment? Fast and the Furious movie, yeah. Fate oh. 5. Fate 5. Fate 5. Fate <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the fate of the Furious, I wonder? I bet they drive real They're, fast. It's about family, I'm sure. And then they love each other at the end. You know what's weird is when I hear Set It Off, I think of this movie that I can't think of. And it obviously, oh, maybe it was called Light It Up. I think it was called Light It Up. Light It Up. Now that yeah. does sound familiar. Sim- this is the Usher movie titles. you're talking about? Yeah, they were, I think they were in a high school and it gets locked down. Why? For some reason. Is there like an outbreak? <laughs> um, something's on the Avian There was, uh, there's, um, somebody takes them hostage, like terrorists maybe even? Terrorists. Or like a, a, Oh no, the kids take it. Hey, I'm looking at it now. The it kids is take up. it hostage. The kids take it hostage because their school they're sucks. Sick of doing <laughs> homework. <laughs> but like in a 
meaningful way their school sucks. <laughs> it's uh, not just like, like we don't we want, want longer recess. <laughs> Pizza for lunch every day. <laughs> Root beer in the fountains. I mean, that's how you get results. You can't rely on that class president to get it done. Uh, he promises. Who are they taking hot? Like taking the teacher to- hostage? Yeah, did they yeah, like take themselves hostage? Did they all like bring guns to school? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Explain this movie. It, I can't remember it enough. Um, How many, like, were all the students on board you know, with this? I, I'm starting to think maybe, because Ja Rule isn't in this movie, and now I'm scared that I'm conflating two movies and that this might just be a movie about a high school. <laughs> just a <laughs> normal needs day. To be improved. Well, like a, like but a, you did see a movie. Like a stand by me type. <laughs> you did see a movie about a high school where there's a hostage situation with Ja Rule, but that might be a prison actually. Oh God. Same thing. I feel, Am I right? Confused, I feel really gross about complaining all these movies. High school. With pri- I mean, it's okay. Like Ugh. they're old movies that obviously didn't age super well. Cause we're not really familiar with them. <laughs> they're not like classics or anything, but mm, yeah, whatever. It's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to have a little mini film festival and just show all these old. That's a good like theme. Like rap featured you know oh yeah rapper featured i guess yeah i think this is usher he's not really a rapper forrest whitaker also lighted up nice directed by craig bulletin written and directed Mm. he also wrote black rain Mm. with michael douglas which has the funniest cover this will be just for us because nobody could see this look at this cover you can't look up oh was <laughs> michael <laughs> michael douglas movie that's not that's, i feel like that the, is the worst looking version of michael douglas i've ever seen he's in a leather jacket on a motorcycle with like half a cigarette in, in his mouth i feel yeah. like they like aviators. they 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 thought of purple rain <laughs> <laughs> And then they're like, it's wait, we'll call they if it's started. a black rain, he's got to be on a motorcycle. He does have like a jerry purple. curl, too, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> which is an odd look for Michael Douglas. I, I recommend everybody look up the poster for a movie called Black Rain right now. I don't know. If I have to choose between Prince and Michael Douglas <laughs> on a sex appeal level. It, if one of them could still be alive. Mm. Um, wait, are they both dead? No. Oh, just Prince. He's just trade Prince. one for the other. Yeah, <laughs> trade him out. Sorry, I'd Mikey. sign that deal with the devil. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> um, so do you feel like you're familiar enough, at least with the premise of the movie? I know I we mean, just said friends. Um, I think they they live like I don't know in Southern California. I mean, it's got that whole like yeah gangster rap vibe. Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, they're kind of like. They're, they're, well, I don't want to give it away too much, but. No they're, spoilers. They're women friends who concoct a criminal plan. Heavy on the cocked in this one. <laughs> you know you got that I, right, my you man. Know what I'm saying. Um, Corey, Corey, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> yeah. You. So we've assigned roles preemptively. Um, I, as always, will do the narration and stage direction. And, um,. Yeah, you've got a couple roles yourself, and I do have a couple roles. Are myself. we are we gonna watch the trailer? Oh yeah, let's uh let's check out the trailer for yeah. "Set It Off." Before they start laying people off, they was paying folks fifteen dollars an hour at that place. Ooh, look at those friends. Ooh, that's good money. Fifteen dollars an hour, I'll be old. What I gotta do, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could just get out of here. Hey, Darnell, I didn't know you had an account here. 
we're gonna have to let you go. The fact that you knew the perpetrator doesn't sit well with us. Do you know Lorenz and them got away with 20 grand? That's what we need to do. Rob a bank. That's stupid. Ain't nobody oh, over here gonna be the no bank. We gonna end up dead anyways? Maybe that's the way to go. Firing off a nod. We just taken away from the system that's doing us all anyway. Well, what if something goes wrong? What if somebody gets hurt? this is one where... Let's do it. Right, they probably like give away the whole movie right in the trailer. Well, we robbing stage coaches. I need some. Doctor Dre. Doctor Dre. Doctor Dre is in. Feeling this, Frankie? This ain't right. Okay. Oh yeah. Vivica A. Fox. You know the inner workings of He's not playing guy. around. The oh, they are setting it off. Please <laughs> do not be misled by the fact that these four bandits are female. There Dr. he Cox. is, Doctor Cox. One thousand dollars and ninety seconds. This is back when trailers told you exactly what the movie was about. Yeah. And kind of even how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike now where they like don't show you anything. And it's murder. Say the fucking words. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> Is it ours? Yes. Yes. Thrilling, right? It is thrilling. It looks. You want to watch that movie, Corey? Oh yeah. I think it looks. <laughs> I think it looks better than it is from that trailer. Honestly, that was a solid trailer. Yeah, edge of my seat. Kind of. So it's yeah. Like I mean, just having watched the trailer kind of refreshed my memory a little bit. You have these women. They're all friends. They're being like kind of like oppressed in various ways, yeah. and it's just they're just like fucking sick of it. Yeah. And they're just gonna go rob banks, and it's like it's an interesting premise for a porn because you've got all these set pieces and they're all these like relations like the movie actually does a really good job kind of uh building these characters and establishing relationships and stuff and like i don't know it's it's yeah it's like four friends but they're all like super tight and they've always been friends one's like a single mother and one's um gay and another one has just like lost her job so yeah. This sounds like the most research anyone's put into a porn par parody. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I gave it some thought, as I do with most of the things that I do. <laughs> I, I will also say it, it's strange because I feel like most porn parodies are of um, more popular <laughs> things. Yeah, well, this was a special <laughs> so request. weird niche movie from to the make client. Like a porn parody about. <laughs> yeah, this was, um, this was a commissioned work, but... <laughs> Uh, I, I, I love the idea of it. So, um, and I think it, it actually like, I was like, do you have a bank? Like, could we actually like get inside a vault and have you like banging somebody? And she was like, yeah, I, I know a guy. It never Jeez. happened. But oh, I was man. like, I just want to make you like the citizen cane of porns. <laughs> Pornogs. Um, cool. So you guys feel good with your roles? I feel yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. You want to give this a shot? Let's give it a shot. shot. Let's do this damn thing. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we proudly present to you This Ain't Set It Off. Interior Day Bank. 
Frankie is working as a teller. While politely finishing up with a customer, she says, Next in line. A shady, somewhat nervous man approaches. Hey, Darnell. I didn't know you banked here. Darnell discreetly points a gun at Frankie and angrily whispers, Shut the fuck up, Frankie. Terrified, she tries to get him to reconsider. He won't. But she won't give him the money. So he turns around and points the gun at the sky. Darnell demands that everybody get on the floor as two men with guns reveal themselves. One punches out the security guard while the other jumps on the counter, accosting a teller who begins putting money in bags. Another security guard cracks the door to the office and opens fire on the man on the counter, blowing him away. Darnell and the other robber begin shooting at the office. Frankie takes cover under the counter, finding herself right next to her boss. The security guard is down, and the two men grab their bags and take their leave. Before Darnell can get out the door, the security guard, who was punched out, shoots him down. Darnell dead. The bank is deathly quiet. Slowly, Frankie and her boss stand, looking over the carnage. They are shaken. You know those people? Just from around the neighborhood. Well... You're fired! <laughs> Cut to intro credits. This ain't set it off. Cross dissolve to exterior night. Stony and Stevie's house. A 1970s themed house party is bumping. Amidst the partygoers stands Stony. Stony's little brother Stevie, Cleo, and Titi, who's holding her child. They reminisce about Stevie and how they can't believe he's going to college. Yeah. You're a man now. Stevie bows his head, takes off his afro wig, <laughs> gives T.T. the eye, and walks into the house. Hold my baby. She gives her baby to Cleo and follows Stevie inside. You hear what happened to Frankie? Interior night, Stevie's bedroom. Stevie leads T.T. into his room. So this is your room, huh? Ever since I was a kid. But you ain't a kid no more. Oh, man. I bet this bed's seen a lot of action. Well, not exactly. You serious? Stevie bows his head, ashamed. Titi goes to the door. Don't worry, baby. She shuts it. I ain't letting you go to college a virgin. She pushes him onto the bed, and they bang. After banging, they lay in bed, exhausted. <laughs> I didn't get into no college. Cut to exterior day, the hood. Frankie, Stoney, Cleo, Cleo's girlfriend Ursula, and Titi, with her baby, are hanging out on Cleo's car, drinking. Y'all know that bitch Lorenz got away with almost 20 grand? See, that's what the fuck we need to do. Rob a bank. The rest of the girls laugh at the idea. <laughs> Seriously, though, if those crackheads can pull that shit off, we could clean the fuck up. G's would pay for Stevie's tuition. Y'all, college is expensive. But we ain't a bunch of crack, crazy-ass crackheads like Lorenz. What do you think, Frankie? I don't see the point in robbing a bank when it would just feel so much better just to blow those motherfuckers up. <laughs> <laughs> Cleo kisses Ursula. They're girlfriends. Titi spots a man looking at Stoney from a distance. Stony, 
Ain't that Big Nate? Yeah. Didn't he didn't he want you to work for him? Yeah, that ain't all he wanted. Are you Nate, Corey? Am I Nate? Do we he, not have a Nate? He can be Nate. I can be Nate. I'll be Nate. You want to be Nate? I'll be Nate. Okay, you be Nate. Let's take that back from. Yeah, that ain't all he wanted. Stoney! He waves her over. I'm going to go see what he wants. Exterior, day street. Big Nate and Stoney round the corner, heading towards Nate's car. So, how much money can I make selling cars for you? As much as you want, girl. And what if I need an advance? (laughs) Ha ha, you know how to get that. He walks ahead of her, gets in his car, and starts the engine. She gets in the passenger seat. And when will I get my check? As soon as I'm done. Drive. Interior day. Big Nate's car. I guess that's an exterior shot, though. Whatever. It's the interior of his car. It's the interior of the car, so get over it. (laughs) Big Nate is driving while Stoney gives him roadhead. He finishes. All right. How much you need? Six grand. Ha! Here's 50. Get the fuck out. Cut to (laughs) exterior day roof. Cleo, Titi, Frankie, and Stoney sit on the roof of Stoney's house smoking a blunt. They joke around and laugh for a minute. They talk about their financial struggles. Frankie brings up the idea of robbing a bank. They tell her to lay off the blunt. She insists. Seriously. They agree to the idea. Cut to interior day bank. Stoney and Titi enter the bank, staking the place out. Titi hangs back as Stoney is approached by Keith Weston. She's startled at first, then she takes control once she realizes he's hitting on her. She gets his number. Cut to... These are, this is just a treatment, guys. I didn't write out every scene. It's, yeah, relying on a lot of improv you? on the porn actor's parts. Do you, you, well, yeah, which may be a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> Stick to the script, guys. Interior like, night shooting range. The girls are all firing guns at targets. Black Sam enters and notices Frankie. He approaches her from behind and gets real close when he talks. Guns are firing the entire time, so his dialogue is subtitled. You handle that thing pretty well. Meet me in the back, and I'll show you a real big gun. He exits. She follows. Interior night, the back office. Black Sam enters, followed by Frankie. She shuts the door behind her. He turns around and approaches her. So... Where is that big gun? Right here. Black Sam thrusts himself into Frankie. You call that a big gun? Frankie whips out a big dick. <laughs> they bang with a simp. Oh, okay. I, I failed to mention. <laughs> right. Frankie would be played by a transgendered individual right. who... Mm-hmm. Uh, has a penis. I, I think we I think we got that from the <laughs> stage direction of her feeling out her big dick. Yeah, I thought that was a typo at first and I was like, oh no wait, that was um <laughs> that was her role. They bang with a symphony of gunfire in the background. <laughs> they finish. What else you got? Cut to interior day, garage slash hideout. The girls sit around a spread of guns on a coffee table. They go over the plan and begin putting on their disguises. Adrenaline is pumping. Ursula Who's enters. Who's playing adrenaline? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ursula enters. Cleo locks eyes with Ursula and commands everybody else to leave. They exit. 
We about to do this. We ready. But I don't know how it's going to go down once we get in there. They grab each other. I want you to fuck me like it's my last night on earth. They bang. Hard. Once finished, Cleo grabs her gun, puts on her costume, and exits. Cut to interior day bank. A seemingly normal day at the bank. Customers wait in line. Tellers work behind the counter. Security guards yawn and laze. Keith Weston is finishing with a customer. The doors burst open, and in walks the girls. They're well-disguised and brandishing guns. Stoney heads down towards the offices and Keith. Cleo covers the security guards, and Frankie and TT head to the tellers. Frankie looks them over, grabs the most attractive male, and has him lead her to the vault. Interior day, Keith Weston's office. Stoney shoves Keith Weston into his office, walks in, and closes the door behind her. Keith is strong and cool. There's no money in here. It ain't money that I want from you. Mm-hmm. This is a real uh, Once Upon a Time in America homage. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. You didn't do that intentionally? Nope. <laughs> All right. Just, you know, good art <laughs> happens over and over. <laughs> Interior day, bank vault. Frankie walks the teller into the vault. She pushes him to the ground with her gun and throws a duffel bag next to him. Fill it up. The teller nervously begins putting money in the bag. He hears the gun cock and freezes. I wasn't talking about the bag. Oh, you're talking about, you know, you know what she's talking about? No, what? <laughs> Her butt. Her butt. The teller nervously turns his to face Frankie. Interior day, Keith Weston's office. Stoney approaches Keith. He tries to study what little of her face he can see. Stoney? She grabs his dick. He loses it. They bang. (laughs) 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 Interior day, bank vault. Frankie and the teller bang. They finish. (laughs) It's a well-written scene. Frankie. Mm. All right. Now you can fill that bag up with money. (laughs) The teller does as he is told. Interior day, Keith Weston's office. Stoney and Keith lay next to each other, post-coitus. They hear Frankie from outside the office. We got it. Let's go. Stoney begins to get up. Keith tries to stop her. She turns back, facing him tenderly, points her gun in his face. He backs off. She takes out the piece of paper with his phone number on it and slips it into the waistband of his underpants. She exits. Interior day bank. The girls reconvene in the middle of the bank and announce that they are taking their leave. What took you so long? I was fucking that man. (laughs) I fucked somebody too. (laughs) Damn, y'all. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they exit. Exterior day bank. Excited with their success, the girls jump in the getaway car and speed off into the sunset, leaving a trail of bills in their wake. Fade to black. The end. Good Bravo. Stuff. Bravo. Bravo. Wouldn't that be a, like just a gripping porn? I mean, it, I would have enjoyed that immensely. <laughs> right? In more ways than one? In more ways than one, for sure. 
Oh, that's I still great, love man. the. <laughs> she grabs his dick. He loses it. He fucking loses it. it. He just like hulks out. And yeah. just, <laughs> just like whoa, 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 whoa. No. It's that the those last two lines. What took you so long? I, I was, was fucking, fucking that band. I fucked the guy too. <laughs> Let's go. Yep. It's all very matter of fact. That's how porns work. That is mm-hmm. how porns work. That's good stuff, man. Let us commit to coitus. Oh. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, I do feel like you're right. This this uh, set it off. Kind of lets it lends itself to uh, to porn. Well, like you would think that because it was a yeah, it was a very um, creative adaptation. I would say. I and don't know. The beginning was pretty dead on the movie. The very yeah. concise version of like the first. 30 minutes of that movie that's how yeah i was like just gonna go scene for scene and write everything like exactly the same except like have people banging in it but then at some point i was just like you know the banging's gonna take like 40 minutes of of this movie it's gonna eat my whole second act up so (laughs) i had to be a little more concise and just like kind of give like yeah a little dialogue here and there Mm you still want it to be funny and stuff yeah. Yeah. I mean, like everybody, it's all consensual. Like, yeah. Except, like, arguably, like when she's like giving him roadhead for money. That's like, a consent. I mean, it's a kind of consent. Yeah. It's a. It's an agreement. Uh, yeah. Between adults. <laughs> mm-hmm. She didn't really have any uh, character. Stony didn't really have much of a reaction to that moment. She kind of just. Oh, when he yeah. gives her fifty dollars. There was no, there like, was no like follow up scene where she was like, "Guys, guess what the fuck happened to me?" <laughs> Although thinking she was gonna get six grand out of that guy was yeah. maybe her mistake. Yeah, <laughs> it, you get to agree to the terms beforehand. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. That was on her. Maybe she realized that just and was bit. just like, eh, "I'm just gonna kind of keep this one under wraps and not really." Yeah, talk about talk it. about it so much. How do you think F. Gary Gray would feel about this uh, porn parody? I think as far as porn parodies go, <laughs> it's a pretty good one. <laughs> I think he's on Twitter. I think you like tweet it to him. Tweet him the script. Yeah. Seems like he would appreciate the faithfulness to the source material, you know? Or that yeah, people are still talking about this movie <laughs> twenty five years later. At all. Or at all. Yeah. That's good, man. If um, you do this podcast, you should make sure it's only F. Gary Gray movies that they're porn At least the, that first, the first like ten episodes just all F. Gary Gray. Oh yeah, I like that. Um, so Corey, what what uh, what did you glean from? Well, it's that a script. classic. Uh, <laughs> you know, tale as old as time. Um, uh, the the Frankie yes. was a bank teller, which I saw this in the in the trailer, and in oh. the, she she was a bank teller. And she, it got robbed. It was someone that she knew, but maybe not like really knew. But it was it's like just like a guy from the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah like you know, it's like it said. Dick and white. then and then her Honking. her white boss <laughs> yeah. uh, fired her because of it, because of racism. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, her and her friends were like, you know, that's fucked up, but like we could do that. Yeah. Uh, and so they're like, you know what? Yeah, let's be Thelma and Louise. But then another Thelma, and, like a two, pa- like two Thelma and Louise pairs. Yes. Um, and then they probably have like a training montage where they're <laughs> training to be bank robbers and like making plant. Probably have like blueprints of the of the, <laughs> the bank. Bank, yeah. 
um, and with like compasses because they have to like triangulate. <laughs> like a Hot Wheels car. That's yeah, like it's like away. this represents. Yeah, it would be yeah. nice if we fleshed out the script a little bit and put a lot of like heist drama in there. I mean, like, a lot of it's just them planning the yeah. bank robbery. And I'm you're just Ocean sitting there with like a bottle of lotion and your dick in your hand. And you're just like, <laughs> what, is, like, what the fuck really am I watching? Looking at these blueprints for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> these blueprints aren't sexy. What is this? What is Wait, this? are they huh? sexy? You call this porn? No, no, they're not sexy. <laughs> Wait a second. Just Let me try. <laughs> you, nope. gotta respect, you gotta respect a guy for trying. <laughs> Always. Like... Or girl. Or girl. Or girl. This that what I like about this movie is that you have like um you have like a, a transgendered individual having mm-hmm. sex with a man. You have uh two lo- loving lesbians mm-hmm. uh, with a scene together and then you just have good old fashioned heterosexual intercourse mm-hmm. as well so it's there's something a, for everybody there's a bit of a lack of numbers I would say there's no, yeah, no sums no, no, no threes yeah oh there's no three sums or four sums I mean, you know what in for a movie with four women yeah mm-hmm. you think there'd be a scene where all four of them are you know what that's a good mm-hmm. note well, probably I'm gonna go back in my would, second draft I, I would and, assume it'd be either pre-bank robbery like Mm-hmm. Hey like guys, hey, we're gonna do tomorrow. This. We all might die, so tonight let's yeah. fuck. Yeah. Or post. I mean, your script kind of ends after the robbery, which is weird because I feel like most of the movie kind of takes place after most of the movie I set it they, off. Don't they do like multiple robberies in the movie? They do, and a lot of the movie is the drama of like the police after them and their yeah. own like inner toy moil. Uh, between them, right? Inner toy moil, but toy that's moil. not. <laughs> I got a lot of like, toy moil. I said it, and then I looked over <laughs> your face like, "Is Corey about to make fun of me?" And <laughs> I had to beat you. You gonna call it. me out for that one? <laughs> you had a big grin on your face, like toy moil. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree with you. I think what what we wanted was a happy ending to this movie. That makes sense. And yeah, you gotta have the happy ending. Yeah, and um, I think like if we had gotten into the drama of them being like, "Yo, you said just one shot. You said you yeah. wouldn't hurt anybody." Right. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's no like. Said you wouldn't die. fuck anybody. Yeah, there's no like <laughs> fucking. Like that's just <laughs> people being so mad long. at each other. I fucked that man. I fucked the guy too. <laughs> Um, I imagine it ends like Greece and they fly off into the <laughs> yeah, sky. Yeah, exactly. And like money is trailing behind them. Yeah. <laughs> Happy ending. In a movie that's largely like based in realism, the flying car at the end of Greece is bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Like, what that's happened? Like, like, are, the... they, are they dreaming at that moment? No, or is this well, just... she died. That was I've, the subtext. I've seen that. She died. Yeah. And that... No, I don't think. Wait, how did she die? It's just uh, like that beauty Jar products, Jar I don't know. It, it didn't make it. it beauty products? Because she was no, like, she, she drowned. sweated up. No, oh. no, no, no. She drowned. That's what I read. Was she drowning? She drowned the summer no, that, that Danny meets oh, her. Oh, the whole where thing Danny was saves like her. A... So is she a ghost? It's, it's, no, they both drowned, and everything that it's happens all, after that's is like, like purgatory. And then when they get together and they fly off, they're going to heaven. That's like the laziest. Oh. Like that's you can do that for it any a, movie. Like yeah. almost any movie, you can be like. You know what? The whole thing took place in a snow globe. <laughs> Jurassic Park. And sometimes cra- that happens. In the mind of an autistic <laughs> yeah. child. Was that Newhart? No, Newhart was. That a was train. uh uh. uh Elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Saint Elsewhere. Yeah. Uh yeah, one of the most notoriously horrible series finales ever. Yeah. Next I liked to Lost. Uh, no, Newhart was. I didn't mind Lost. Well, you know what's weird about Lost? Spoilers for anybody who wants to who hasn't watched. I haven't seen it, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. Fifteen years ago. It was purgatory, right? 
No, see, that's the thing. A lot of people hate the purgatory thing, but that was really only the last season, and I feel like somehow people missed that. It's only the Flash Sideways that was purgatory. It wasn't the entire island. Yeah. It's oh. just the Flash Sideways where you're seeing this weird flashback where they don't know each other, but they're all interacting. That's purgatory. But the that whole seems, island was a purgatory. That right. seems, like, more complicated than if it was just, like... But that part didn't really bother me. I was bothered by the last season, but it's because the ship with the island sucked in the last season. Yeah. There's, like, all these red flags that led to nothing. Nothing. <laughs> like, Desmond, for, like, three seasons, they were like, Desmond's the key! Desmond's the key! And then he gets in the hole... He gets, like, blown back by the energy, and then he just lays there until it's all done. I was like, he didn't do anything. Did Jack did everything. Jack's yeah. the guy who plugged it up. And yeah, by the yeah. way, all they did was put a fucking rock into a hole, and they were like, we plugged up the thing. Goodbye. <laughs> you got Her- it. Hurley's the new man in white or whatever. Jacob. Yeah. It's stupid. I don't even want to entertain that. By talking about it. <laughs> all right, but next episode we're next episode lost. we'll do a lost <laughs> porn parody. Um, it's gonna be all Hurley getting his freak on. <laughs> Hurley and uh, the smoke monster. Mary, absolutely. Or oh, so much you could do with that. Um, you all, everybody. Remember that? <laughs> oh, I can never forget it. Unfortunately. Everybody. Oh God, I loved Lost. I love it when they have. <laughs> I had a love hate thing with Lost. Well, yeah, I love it when they try to like make somebody like a cool rock star or something in a show or a movie. Yeah. Because like. They just like com- they always fail. Like yeah. they always inevitably like look like a complete douchebag. Douche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Look and sound like a complete douchebag. I'm like, yeah, there are cool musicians out. Like you'll never <laughs> see like you'll never see anybody like write in a character that's just like fucking Drake. Like a show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this really like introspective, like a charismatic, like musician who's yeah. not just like a shell. Yeah, or like had one good song that made him famous and then totally sold out. Right, it's pretty whack. Charlie, was Have his name Charlie? Hannah Montana, Charlie. <laughs> not Penny's boat. That was a good moment. There are moments throughout. There Lost are that were wonderful really moments yeah. in Lost, which makes the finale even so painful. A harder pill to swallow. Yeah. Um, but back to set it <laughs> off. What are we talking about? So Corey, we we pretty so. much Muhammad was was right. We we got to kind of where the drama starts yeah uh for the for the group like how do you so how the, do you see like the the conflict arising after that first bank robbery uh, okay so after the so i guess the porn parody stopped basically stopped after the first uh yeah robbery. yeah that's where the our, okay. our story so john c mcginley's character oh shit True. yeah we yeah. should have had somebody bang him yeah, uh, so, so so they rob the bank. <laughs> so okay, so successfully say, they successfully rob the bank. They rob the bank. They go back. They they go back to their hideout because I assume they they have to get a hideout because they're not oh, just yeah. gonna go back to you're not gonna just go back to your house. No, they got a hideout. They they all that all that training and planning they did mm-hmm. uh, in my version. Uh, I think they would have gotten like they would have found like a neutral like warehouse or something to kind of until the heat dies off. I think it's like um like. Cleo's girlfriend or like a mechanic or something like there's I remember yeah, there being the, a garage because like, okay. sure, that's like that everything. scene where Cleo bangs Wait, Ursula. I thought Cleo was or Queen Latifah was a mechanic I think oh Wasn't yeah she? she's Cleo yeah Cleo. so that makes sense yeah but yeah I was picturing them like banging on some car nice that's like all like like the engine's been torn out of it and everything nice like, like if the production value were there this could be a really quality film mm-hmm um so, so, so i i love the scene that you wrote where they're banging to a symphony of gunfire <laughs> it's, it's very john Wu. Yeah. poetry yeah. yeah 
Very John Woo. <laughs> <laughs> so keep in mind, I guess we have. Um, so who was Stony was developing the relationship with Keith Weston. Yeah, Stony's played by Jada Pinkett, by the way. Okay. Yeah. And yeah her, her and Keith had a relationship. And he she was like, actually monogamous in the. In, no, she, she. Well, she got used up. I guess. I mean, like everybody gets. Used everybody gets two bangs. Yeah. I think in this movie. Yeah. And sometimes it's just like you find a hot pink teller and you yeah. like hit it. Yeah. Um, but we did we did a little development with their relationship barely. I think they said like five lines to each other. Yeah. Um, and then you got TT with mm-hmm. her baby. Oh shit. In every scene, so yeah. like. So is the baby was the baby there during the heist? Did she's she like carrying it? her baby. <laughs> while she's doing the heist. No, the baby's not there during the okay. heist, but if I had made that movie, it would have. Yeah, the baby probably would have talked hey, too. Would have been like Boss Baby. Does Keith like actually Boss. is that college sub story in the movie? I assume. I don't remember yes. it at all, but oh, it's it a very minor like, plot <laughs> detail. Well, it was minor in your script where he just goes, "I didn't get into no college." Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's how it goes in the movie. I'm like, oh man, like this is perfect setup because it's like a 70s themed party. So there's like yeah. disco balls and like they're all wearing bell bottoms. I'm like, this is kind of kinky. This yeah. is fun. This works. But yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, I got it in the call. There's a whole, there's a whole subplot with his character actually. Now that I think about it, where he's like, yeah, I got into college, and they're like, that's great. I'm like we'll help pay for your tuition or whatever. But he like didn't get into college, and he just like. I think there's like he's a drug deal gone wrong. He ends oh. up getting shot. Oh, no. Oh, and killed. Oh, man. Is that yeah. Dr. Dre? Who? Uh, the, the Stevie? Yeah, Stevie. No, no. He's Dr. Dre's. Keith? He's like an arms dealer or something. He's, he's only in one them. scene. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't quite the actor that he became later Not on. Not quite. <laughs> this was pre Beats Dre. <laughs> pre Chronic 2001. Pre Radio DJ on iTunes Dre. But post regular Chronic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, what what do you think, Corey? Do you think, like, where do you, see, where would you see these characters having inner turmoil inner with each turmoil. other or like a uh, conflict uh, within their, their group? So, oh man, it sounded like when you guys were talking, like uh, the, there's probably something where, uh, you know, Frankie has probably like got a taste for uh the the thrill of one of the heists and maybe the other ones were just like well we, i thought we were just doing this one mm. but then maybe something happens where like they have to do another yeah yep. so another unexpected expense comes up someone someone has medical bills or someone I, I yeah mean, that makes it yeah. sound You're... very generic too which makes me like rethink this movie well i mean <laughs> my like of this movie is like oh yeah that is what happens and that's kind of bullshit <laughs> that's what happens because I mean... it's very Plots I'm, just, are I'm all speaking generally, pretty, pretty generally. generic. Yeah. I guess, uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you're were... you're 100 correct. Uh, TT's child gets like taken away from her or something, like put into child services because because she spent all her time training for this. <laughs> yeah. Heist. She was neglecting her child <laughs> yeah. while she like went to the gun She's range. Like, ah, and, like, I knew I forgot had, something. Had sex with people. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think they're like in the movie they somebody they're like a maid service where they go and like clean office buildings at night or something mm. and they all they all got the job but tt had to bring her kid because like she couldn't find a sitter or whatever uh, and then the kid yeah. gets into like the cleaning supplies and like eats Shit. or like drinks like Clorox or something and then like yeah the kid gets taken away from her um and it's like a really devastating moment for her character but I There's, think like yeah, that's why they do like another mm-hmm. heist or something so they can get money to get the kid back or something. There's also the scene where uh, Cleo f- 
finds Frankie's uh, big dick and gets upset about that, and that yeah. causes a whole. I thought you were a woman. <laughs> She's like, you have a big dick this whole time. <laughs> that is like a surprise. Whenever <laughs> you did write it in like a reveal, I know. I yeah, like that. I wrote in. I mean, when you've got when you've got like an ace up your sleeve, you know, you know <laughs> whip it out. You know, whip it out. <laughs> Literally, grab it and fucking lose it. Grab <laughs> 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 fucking lose it. Wow. <laughs> um cool. Is there anything else nah, you guys want to pitch uh any other porn parodies? No, I feel like uh like you said a whole series of F Gary Gray mm-hmm. uh, porn parodies I would that's be a, down for. It's a deep well yeah, for sure. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of really popular movies. I would too. say at least uh cover um uh set it all wait what is it light it up light it up at least cover light it up yeah but now that i think about it that movie takes place in a high school and that might be problematic or perfect (laughs) (laughs) yeah all of age seniors (laughs) i mean it could be what about late in the season it's like a senior trip Right yeah. at the end of the year or something. Yeah, and it's definitely like end of the year. Yeah, someone yeah. turns eighteen so at midnight. Most, like, they yeah, were all born and... in August and <laughs> just barely made it into school. <laughs> um, yeah, we we were talking earlier about doing like Infinity War or something. I feel yeah, like I mean that's that, a whole I, thing. That is the future, yeah. which we're still in this podcast, but talking about it outside of this podcast. I, that is the future of this podcast. Yeah, is that we go see. Like us as a group, go see modern movies, come back, yeah. write a porn parody, and then record like that day. Phantom I, Thread. Yeah, it yeah, I really think you amazing. should do like it really could be amazing. The like Oscar bait ones, like the post. Oh, yeah, or it'd be that would be Lady so Bird. That would be mm-hmm. so much fun. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, like the not Lady Bird, not three, like, problematic. Not, do like, again. <laughs> okay, don't that. that one. I still haven't uh, seen Lady three billboards. Bird. Do a three billboards. I haven't seen that either. That's a problematic a too. too. Have you seen Phantom Thread? I haven't seen any of these Oscar yeah. movies. I I only saw is that a superhero Tanya movie? I saw too. Black Panther. I saw That's I, Tanya, good. and Lady Bird. That's oh, yeah. like the two that I've seen. I Tanya okay. was really and good. I have Movie Pass right now. And I got Movie Pass, too. It's fucking Let's sweet. go see a movie. Yeah, we can go right now. Let's go right now. Although people are coming over to your place, I believe. Oh, yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Pretty soon. <laughs> hey, where is everybody? Oh, they went to go see Three Billboards outside of... That's too long of a title, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can never I remember like, the whole thing. I couldn't get through the title. Is it Mississippi or Missouri? It's one of them. I think Missouri. Uh, Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Anyway, so yeah, if you're good, we'll inceptually come out of this podcast and back into Let's Make a Podcast and we'll have a few gentlemen friends and uh, we'll wrap it up. Okay, cool. So I do like a sign off. Yeah, do a sign off. Do your classic catchphrase that we talked about before we started recording today. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, as always, thanks for porning with us, porn pals. <laughs> uh, we'll catch you next week on another episode of This Ain't Colon, a porn parody podcast. I'm your host, as always, Mitchell Hardage. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Like us on Facebook. Share us on T-Mobile. I wonder, I wonder Snapchat. what your YouTube content is for this podcast. <laughs> oh, it's all... It's on Red Red Tube. Nice. Are you you porn porn? Yeah, <laughs> those are two very different things. <laughs> yeah, we've got a baked in audience. Um, bye, bye, right. <laughs> bye. Thanks for having us, and we'll be right back to uh, end. Let's make a podcast with Mahomet T. Joe friends. Cool. Okay, welcome back. I want to thank my guests today mitchell hardage thank you mohammed my best friend what a show
Did you have we, fun? I had a great time. We tackled some serious issues. I think so. While doing a porn parody of Set It Off, which is probably about the least serious thing that we could have done. Yeah, uh, it's uh, just my style. It was good. Good stuff. Also, thank you to Corey Namino. Can I talk now? Yes, you can. <laughs> you were a wonderful TT. Thank you. I don't, I don't think anybody's ever done such a good TT since the original TT. I took a good TT on our break, by the way, guys. Had a few beers in me. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. What were, was the color? Solid orange. Perfecto. Ooh. And how how long do you pee? I'm 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 thinking that I have a very like small bladder or like a huge urethra, but either way, I just like it's all My, done. Mine's not really a stream as much as it's like a dump. So it's like it's like pouring out a cup of water <laughs> just like once. <laughs> just like twelve ounces, like boom. <laughs> yep. Right in the toilet. Splash back. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I would love to do another episode of this with you sometime. I know sure. we have a couple of ideas. Um, we'll just sort of tease. I really still want to do motherfucker with you one of these days. Excuse me? You heard me. But okay. We'll, we'll, we'll do that another I don't know what that is, but I'm into it. Uh, okay. I'll talk to you about it. Okay. If you don't recall, you're coming to you, but. Uh, oh, but I definitely want to do another one of these. Sure, yeah. Uh, soon, I hope so. And uh, we can get Corey back in here, too. That would be awesome. To do it. So uh, thank you guys, and thank you to our. Wonderful listeners. Guys, if you're still listening this far into, please take a moment to write a quick review. It's so easy. All you got to say is it was good or just write whatever you want. You could, you know, you know, just just write me a little love letter if you want in the uh, reviews. Just give it five stars and uh, do whatever. You know, that really helps us get uh, out there and, and spread the word. Also, you know, share this on Facebook if you if you enjoyed it uh, or Twitter or wherever else. Uh, whatever, you know, help me out. Spotify. Help me help you. Yeah, you can find us on Spotify. Can you like I don't think comment on Spotify? I don't know what you can do on Spotify. Like I haven't social. used it in a few years. I've been kind of Spotify. What are you, Apple Music guy? I'm a Google Play guy. Yeah, me yeah. too. What? You, what? You're outnumbered. This you is know like what, being in a room with majority it, left-handed Corey, people. Which you, you mentioned YouTube Red before. It's mm-hmm. literally why I ended up choosing Google Play over Spotify. Just yeah. like, oh, they'll throw in it's YouTube just, Red. It's very small. I don't really use it, but I was like, I, the I mean. the no ads alone, honestly, is like I I sometimes like I won't be signed in while I'm looking at YouTube videos, and I'll yeah. get all these ads, and it's like, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, it's, you don't like have ads when you watch YouTube videos. I mean, that anymore. is a pretty compelling argument. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's a at least an argument. There's no real argument on the other side. I feel like they're very similar. I mean, Spotify yeah. does have like the playlist and stuff, but I don't really use them yeah. anymore. I did have when I first they, had it, but they have that on Google Play. Like you can search people's playlists. It's yeah. harder. It's not it's as like different. integrated, but yeah. But there's a really tight Dragon Con playlist that I that I got. I, I just listen to it normally now because it's it's a good mix of like music. All right, well, let's wrap this thing up, guys. Thanks again, listeners. Thank you for listening. Uh, everybody have a great afternoon, evening, night, morning. We love you. The dogs are barking. They need us to get out of here. We love you guys so much. Bye. 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 Bye.